thrilled to congratulate you all on the 200th anniversary. Wow, 200 episodes. Congratulations on your 200th episode. Congratulations on you guys' 200th episode. That's pretty amazing, guys. 200 shows. Congrats, and here's the 200 more. Yeah, 200 episodes, man. And I'm remembering how to do this live again. It's not easy. It is not. Hello, everyone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we started out doing this. Um, um, it was a bit of a mess at the beginning. It was firing things up, trying things out, joining with whoever joined, talking to whoever was there and happened to uh, mm-hmm. be part of it. But we've never been about perfection. We have strive towards perfecting the process. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you you definitely started this out initially and kind of having, you know, you were up by yourself and then guests and then I just didn't leave. Um, I pitched my tent and said, no, nah, I'm not going to leave. I'm going to keep coming back every week. And uh, I, I, it has been a great ride and, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, keeping the show going and being a part and, and uh, you know, providing value for our watchers and listeners. And uh, we're, we're so excited to be here at 200. Uh, it is it is a milestone number, but, you know, it is um, it, it is still the show and we're going to still keep doing and pressing forward. Uh, I do appreciate Microsoft not releasing a bunch of messages this week <laughs> so we can actually take some time to reflect. Thank you very much for those on the message center team for, you know, holding back the messages for next How week. How many did we choose, man? We chose four from, from, we chose four. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, yep. the, the exciting part, I guess, for, for filling in that gap, it's not just about reflecting, but we thought we'd actually take a closer look at, um, some big announcements that were put together as a video and a few blog posts with hybrid work and coming back to work and stuff like that. But let's just take a quick moment too, to say hello to those who've joined us in the chat. Hello, Joanne. Yes. Um, good to have you here, and thank you for your, your video too. Um, Tammy? Mm-hmm. Teams teams by Tammy. Mm-hmm. Is that your channel, Tammy? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Think so. Okay, um, Heidi, awesome. Thank you for the video too, and Ian. Um, I, I love how Ian said I had a bit of a laugh. Anyway, I should probably not jump ahead of myself because there's a, another video to mm-hmm. celebrate the, the wonderful That's people right. that have been part of this community. Shafina, um, mm-hmm. Sarah there too. Awesome. So this is cool. Uh, shall we get into that first message? Yes, we right. shall. Uh, button work again. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. Um, you know, the, the side kind of comment here too. Uh, for those who um, have been watching our shows and, and back when we did more more live shows as well, because we've been trying to do uh, premiere YouTube premiere. And oh my goodness, I just that crazy. One minute thirty animation as YouTube spools <laughs> the reel around the, the the movie projector and says, "Here it comes! Here it comes!" Maybe we should just do live shows more, Daniel. I don't know. Uh, maybe as long as you can figure out how to do the button thing. Again. I think I think as long as I'm not making too many mistakes with the buttons, it's kind of entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, it's secret yeah. kind of uh, backstage uh, stories around that. Sometimes Daniel and I haven't necessarily done all our homework we've read things and then we haven't refreshed ourselves of what's happened 
or sometimes speak for yourself. I haven't. And sometimes a message appears uh, and like, what is that? Okay. Who's going to do that? Mm, mm, mm. And yeah, we, we, we take it as, <laughs> as it comes a bit like you all. So uh, um, in the spirit of um, what the message uh, first contact safety tip settings in anti-phishing policy. Yes, this is one of the four we chose because the others were very admin-y. That's a word. That's a word. That okay, a word. A word. sure. Um, okay. <laughs> actually, I like this. This is MC262087. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I've been using it in my tenant or I haven't seen it in my workplace. But the concept of if this is... Um, like a, a first contact from an unfamiliar um, email address, um, then it's it's checking that a bit closer and just seeing, mm-hmm. um, is this possibly a phishing attempt? Because phishing attempts usually come from new addresses trying to look like old addresses. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is uh, a, a safety tip, a bit like those mail tips that come up and, and tell you and, and give you a bit of a warning. It's controlled by um, an exchange transport rule. I don't expect everyone to know what that is on the call, call, webinar, stream. Um, but <laughs> it's, it is used, this method is used a lot for all sorts of different things in exchange for doing things to email going in and out. It's a transport rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so once this is available, it, uh, you can opt in using anti-phishing policy and enable the first contact safety tips. Uh, and... Yeah. Well, and this is a simple simplification, right? Because before, you know, now uh, you can do it with that transport rule. But, you know, now we're going to uh, in the future, we're going to be able to just check a box uh, and and provide right. that, uh, you know, available. And I, you know, anything we can do to simplify security. I mean, this is this is not a security as in a firewall rule, but this is security as in let's let everybody know that this is a brand new contact that's reaching out, uh, you know, just be aware that, you know, uh, there may be some phishing. It, it, it may be legit, but it may mm. be phishing or something else too. So definitely check mm. it out. Yeah. Um, so this is, all right, well, apparently the, the, the rule had been around for a while, September 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is going yeah. to be available as an easier function uh, in late June. Is that, can you call this late June? I think we've got like an, another week still. Uh, close. Mm. I think if we, maybe four more days, we can call it late June. Yeah, I like that. I like I that. Usually late June to me means the last seven days. Week? Yeah, okay. a week, yeah. Okay. Uh, complete by, gotcha. <laughs> complete by uh, late August 2021. Daniel, uh, we need to return to a message that we spoke at length on last week. And we, we held yep. back. But... They've had a, they've had another go. We did had another go. Yes, we did. We did, and because you know this is our two hundredth episode, we haven't been kicked off by now. Well, you know, yes, we actually had, we actually had a little bit more to say, and we did say it, but we kind of edited some things uh, last week um, about this message because uh, we knew some edits were happening and and going to take effect. So they've edited this message to make it clearer. Uh, you know, you'll see right off at the top. This I'm sorry, SharePoint updates for Microsoft Teams connected team sites. MC two six one five three four. They have at the beginning, if you'll remember, 
the message we covered last week, it started to sound like this with this brand new message, they were going to start creating SharePoint sites behind when you create a team. Well, we already knew that was the case. And there, the confusion kept going with the message. They've cleaned it up to make it a little bit more uh, straightforward as to what are changes. And that's small changes, really. Uh, there's still a little bit of confusion, I think, under point number one, under how this will affect your organization, because it says that uh, the the uh, updates for both sites that are created for the team and then sites that are created for channel, like private channel, here are the changes. And then the number one point only applies to those channel sites. It actually doesn't apply to the team site. But other than that, I think they've done a great job of cleaning this message up and making it clearer as to what's going on. They've changed the image to kind of give a better idea as to uh, what the classifications are for the sites and and how that's all uh, being reflected and, and the way they're talking about uh -huh. it. Um, this concept of a parent site, I think, is a brand new concept that um, that they, you know, it's, it's thrown in there as the exception to the rule of number one. But again, go back and watch what we talked about last week, but know that this message has been uh, cleaned up uh, to, just to bring some clarity, right? Uh, just to make it a little bit more crisp. So that's uh, the update for that message. And uh, if there's any questions about, you know, hey, how does this affect my organization? You know, uh, for those that are in chat, you know, throw that in there, but um, and or contact us on Twitter, hit us up, and, and we'll try to help you out. But um, I think the message is pretty clear now. The, the small changes that are happening, it's not a big change. You know, change. Daniel, some of the, the fun about having um, a show like this or even mm -hmm. just being someone who wants to share their opinions in the community, um, sometimes people comment on stuff in shows and blog posts and videos and whatever as if we're Microsoft. We're not we're definitely not. <laughs> We're friends of Microsoft. We like to keep them honest, um, but we yeah. don't have the ability to speed things up or give you information that we don't have. Um, sometimes we have more, yeah. but we can also we also have to hold back as well. Um, so this is one where um, there was definitely some back channel chat, and we're glad to see that it was it was tidied up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So our next message, Daryl, is all about search boxes. Yeah. Um, this is What's a box, search Gary? box change for guest users in OneDrive SharePoint lists. This is MC262778. Um, we had search boxes for OneDrive uh, SharePoint and lists uh, as our experience when we're signed into um, Microsoft 365. And um, now there'll be a consistent experience for, for guests as well. Um, so this is, if I've got a, there's no screenshot to show you. <laughs> just to say it looks like what you see, um, that's probably yes. a, a good way to just summarize that. So guest users who sign into SharePoint sites, OneDrive folders, and Microsoft lists. Here's another way to think of it. You might have given them a link to a team site that has been exposed to be allowed to be available to external guests, or you've shared a OneDrive folder. And so that's their way of entering and seeing that content. They don't go through a team. They go directly through and see it. Um, or Microsoft List. And so you're giving them, well, what's happening now is they get in a search box which is more consistent with your experience. And that actually really helps when you're trying to give them some support and tell them where that content is and how to find it. Uh, 
What else is there to say about this, Daniel? Same. Not much. I, I mean, there's the only exception is the uh, guest users that note their guest users will not be able to search in from the SharePoint start page oh, yeah. experience, but uh, that's the same th way it is now. This is, and remember, it's a search box. So search is security trimmed. We're not going to find anything that we don't already have permission to. Now, just remember that if you've given, I've done this, I'm guilty. You share something in your OneDrive, for instance, and you just kind of put it in a folder that's shared with everyone uh -huh. because you want to say, okay, here's a link to the document. Go ahead and, you know, and they can send it around and share it around, right? And if you've done that though, and people, that means everybody has access to, to files, you know, that search box will reveal things. So it just like when, uh, you roll out search, uh, you know, you go from like SharePoint on-prem or, and go to SharePoint online and everybody goes, oh, here's this wonderful search box and they use it and they actually find stuff mm. that, oh, wow, uh, I have permissions to, you know, make sure your, your permissions are, are right. So that's, that's the only caution I have here is giving people the ability to search is great, except for if you haven't set up your permissions right. So, so often the case. <laughs> Let's mm -hmm. just put that document yes. there because it, it feels like the right place to put it. Oh, oh, more people have access to it. Didn't know about that. Surprise. Surprise. Uh, Daniel, let's finish on this other exciting, engaging update for Microsoft Teams. Oh, it's engaging because you're going to get to see lots and lots of people. Paging in large gallery, MC263055. This is a feature that is going to allow you to see and view up to 98 videos, 98, which is an interesting number. And I'll tell you why in here a second, 98 videos by choosing, you can choose that large gallery view, and then it's going to give you paging, meaning there's going to be up to three pages of seven by seven, right? So that's 49 each of video. So if you are in a meeting, and I've never had this happen, by the way. But if you are in a meeting with 98 people who have their video on, then you're going to be able to see them all by seeing a 7x7 seven seven and then clicking the next page. You'll see it in that screenshot at the very bottom to give that gives you that, that paging to um, be able to click to the next page and see another 7x7. Seven seven. I, I said the interesting part of 98 videos is if you do the math, 49, which is 7x7, seven seven, times 3 does not equal 98. <laughs> right. It's actually only 2. So I'm not sure where the number discrepancy there is. Uh, two pages is what I meant of 7x7. Seven seven. So I'm not entirely sure why those numbers don't equate. But... Um, Rolling out this this in late June, so it's now now ish, uh, depending on if you ask me or ask Terrell, um, and expected to complete rollout by mid June, mid June, mid July. Wow, that was that's exciting. Uh, look, I, I I'm all for um, creating a brand new um, month just to pack in some more changes. Yes, might as well. June, mid June. So that's like soon um, in July. That's or June and July oh, together. Okay. I don't know. Very good. Uh, um, so the same functionality is coming, the paging to the normal three by three gallery, yep. uh, in targeted September, 
uh, for that. Did we uh, have something, I, I think yes. it was last week, they were talking about the same thing coming to the phone and that you swipe to see more people. Right. So this is, I think, in line with this whole um, experience of trying to keep people together, uh, this hybrid place of work as well. I mean, it kind of just all plays in into this. We're trying to make the meeting experience better as what Microsoft is saying. And so this is part of that. Uh, I, again, I haven't been in a meeting with, you know, that many people with their video yeah. on. Typically, I don't know about you. Typically for me, meetings are a few people have their, their video mm. on and then everybody else turns it off because they don't want everybody seeing their video, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Well, but, let's um, say it's, yeah. remember the, the webinar functionality is just a meeting. So maybe that's what they're pitching for there is uh, encouraging more people to put their video on um, so that the speaker, the presenter can engage with people and um, check check things out and look over the, the many 96 people <laughs> that have joined. Uh, look, all the, all the, the meeting functionality that's there um, that's been expanded to have larger audiences, perhaps this is something that could be useful. But look, I just find, like if we go back to this view here, um, where you and I were in the picture, and we're just about the same size. And, and we've added mm -hmm. a couple more postage stamps to this collection of stamps. Um, mm -hmm. What people have often commented on here is that most people in this, in this marketing kind of grid are all perfectly framed, lighting's great, um, lighting, uh, color correction, all sorts of stuff. Um, so, of course, it looks good in this. Um, probably the best example is this middle one. Here. I don't know if you've seen that mouse moving around, but it's um, <laughs> it's a, a group of people sitting at a table. So that's probably what <laughs> more accurate. Um, yes. Um, one thing I will say about this, I was a little confused earlier when I was talking about the numbers. It's only two pages. Yeah. I thought they were going to do three pages. Uh, so that was my mistake. It's only two pages. So of course, 49 times two is, is 98. Uh, I, I thought they were going to do three. So sorry about that. I wanted, I just realized, um, and that's not something I know about that shouldn't be shared <laughs> if they are planning to do three. I just want to give a disclaimer that I don't know that I just, I was mistaken. It's a, so why not put a third it's a in there? Like the next phone release or the next something, everything gets thinner and every meeting gets more people in the gallery. That's right. So that is our updates. We do want to, we're going to talk about uh, the video that was released. Um, uh, I think it was last week uh, talking about with uh, Jared and, and team talking about how to collaborate um, in that's, you know, collaboration built for this hybrid work. Mm. Right. But before we do that, Daryl. Well, we wanted to celebrate a, a few more of you who uh, sent in some videos, and uh, it's just fantastic to hear some of those messages. So we're going to play that and see what you had to say. I uh, see you as my colleagues that I can sit and discuss news and updates with. It would be a chance to catch up with fellow uh, with, with friends in the community. 
to have a bit of a laugh, basically. And it's definitely a way to stay connected in the community. Virtual friendships are as real as any these days, and I really enjoy the banter that goes on with the regulars in the chats. You just run your show every single week, and you don't care if the news are exciting or major or minor or fancy or whatever. You just run your show. You discuss the news, so I love your reflections, your discussions about the news. That's something where I learn a lot. I just want to say thank you guys for all the hard work you put into this and I love logging into the show because it really forces me to take some time out of my day to connect with the community and looking forward to what you guys do with your next 200 episodes. Congrats! <laughs> I love the jazz hands at the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, something that, that um, really touched my heart as, as we're listening to some of those messages too is just that theme that everyone loves to be able to connect mm -hmm. and it's become so much more important over this last year um, that look things like this that we can do to try and help bring connection mm -hmm. and uh, give a reason for us to get together and talk about stuff uh, it's it's amazing I, I really really enjoy it and uh, it's that's Great. one driver for us to continue to do what we do right Daniel yeah it was so awesome to see so many people send in videos that all, you know, had some of the similar themes of, you know, it is a benefit to help them in their job, but it's also helping them keep connected. So it was really great. I really appreciate everyone uh, sending those videos. Thank you so much. Daniel, let's uh, now go to um, our, this button works. <gasps> it works. All right. Um, this, this was uh, the, it was collaboration for, for the hybrid workplace. And it was a, it felt like an event, Daniel, that, that something was released yeah. and, um, <clears throat> but it was done as a video and a series of blog posts. And, and there was a lot of mm -hmm. things talked about that were about trying to improve the way that we work, whether we are in the office, out of the office, working from home, working from other places. That's the big theme about trying to, um, you know, make it easier for people to, to stay engaged and stay connected wherever you are. Um, did you actually, did you even see any announcements that this was coming? No, I did not. I, there was no announcements, uh, that I saw. There wasn't even announcements in the, you know, MVP channels. Uh, you know, they gave us no heads up, uh, that they were going to do this. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's, it's interesting that it was sort of dropped as, as a, a, a bunch of content. Some of it, which we're going to talk about, um, shortly, uh, is, has been released or at least been talked about on the show, like the message bubble. Um, but yeah, other things that are, that came through, uh, we just wanted to draw your attention to this because it is such an important topic for us uh, as we all return to work or like in New Zealand, we've been we've returned to work a while ago, but um, it's, it's a experience that we're all now facing. How do we uh, make a better job of including people uh, where, wherever we're working from? Yeah, let's jump yeah. into it. So let's see if we can get this to work properly. This is, um, what's it called again? Fluid. Fluid, right. So fluid is, is something fluid. that's been mm -hmm. um, talked about uh, over a couple of years now as a way of working together in one place um, and, and just changing things all together, co-authoring style. Mm -hmm. And they're bringing that into the chat experience within Teams. And the way that it was mm -hmm. talked about in the video was, co-authoring a chat and i thought huh well co-authoring a chat who does that well i think 
not, uh, I think most chat messages are not co-authored, but there is, there are instances where you can think of that would help um, really do something like that, where you want people together working on not only what to say, but what to like all the different components you could think of, you know, this fluid idea, this, this idea of creating a, not a deliverable, but a, a component, you know, a box with some components and people individually working on those components. Uh, so, you know, you could look at even the instance here where they're, they're showing in this video of, I've got a table lines. You could think of a way of, okay, I want a quick status update, for instance, for thing. I can say, here it is. I want everyone to jump in and give an update. And then we can complete this uh, message, right? We're, we're all put our updates and then, you know, project owner can come in and see what, what it is. What, what are the updates? Uh, you know, things like that to where we can all come uh, contribute to, um, you know, components of this one thing, which is this mm. chat message. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's really, you know, clearly if I didn't understand it to begin with, that is a new concept that we've mm -hmm. co-authored documents before, but now we're going to be able to do things within chat and it, mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a call. It doesn't need to be a meeting. This is a group mm -hmm. chat and they're putting together a progress report and you can see familiar kind of cells, like when we do co-authoring in, exchange, in uh, mm -hmm. Excel, um, it, I think it's really, yeah, it's going to catch on. You'll see this is a theme throughout some of these messages. So let's, um, or rather updates, let's um, go <laughs> on to, okay, there we go. My animation came in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I work so hard. <laughs> um, next, next, right. So, oh no, this is the same one. Come on, dude. All right, here we go. Um, there we go. This one, <laughs> this one is about replying to a chat. Let, let me just hear all those. Yep, I can hear the thousands of people saying yes. We can reply to a chat within um, within Teams. So we've been able to reply to replies, or rather, reply to stuff within uh, a channel conversation but being able to reply mm. to a chat in chat has only been a mobile experience i mean at least on the the iphone i don't know about android uh i don't know about android maybe maybe some people in chat who have android uh, can tell us but this is something that uh you know i've yes if you have your mobile you can reply to a chat uh you know w when you're doing one-on-one -on -one, you can do reply and everything it's so great mm. love it uh, so being able to, you know, give some context as to what you're replying to, especially when it, you're not live in the chat, mm. right? You're not like live, you know, kind of going down. You can actually reply back for, to a message before. Absolutely, now, um, love, you know, love it. Some of these initial uh, updates that we're talking about, they they come under a banner of um, what's it, asynchronous collaboration. Uh, for, for those who don't like big words like me, it means that you can collaborate and you're not doing it necessarily in real time. Uh, like you don't have mm -hmm. to necessarily have a meeting. Uh, and this has been a struggle with group chats. Now, everyone said, oh, look, we have gone to using Teams and we're using Teams for meetings and Teams for chats. Uh, and that's where a lot of organizations have got to in terms of their Teams adoption. Some of them have tried to, to get things going in team conversations in a team with channels um, mm -hmm. but they've they've 
like I know there was there was one group chat we were using for design deliverables, and oh my goodness, ah yes, see Phil, he said gig jam. That's exactly what. That's exactly what. Um, uh, the fluid that's, fluid experience. That's what you like. said. Yeah, that's what you said when we were talking about yeah. that. Yep. Um, so being able to reply to a chat and and signify this is this is the part that I'm talking about. It was way up here, and um, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about this other thing, which is right. closer to my conversation. But anyway, that's while it seems like a small thing, it's going to be quite uh, impactful on our group chats. Um, our next thing, oh, yeah. I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah, because as the as someone who creates a meeting invite, you you create it and then you and sometimes even you're asked to create the meeting invite. Could you could you create a meeting for us to meet, you know, next week to discuss this? Okay, great. Well, I don't know what all the agenda might be, right? So I create the meeting invite and send it, but then it's like what is the agenda? I know one thing, but others may go, you know what? We really, this thing, whatever it is, this item applies to this. We need to talk about yeah. it. And so you can come in and add an agenda item after the meeting is created and sent. Yeah. So well, there it is sending that and it's been yep. sent and there's Daniela and Babak that have been mentioned within it. Uh, and boom, this is, this, yeah, this is the, the meeting that has been sent, and you start to see people coming in and co-authoring that agenda. Mm-hmm. I don't know who yep. MM is. or, <laughs> But it, it is nice because you can create – it's a more, um, I think, a group experience for the meeting, right, to, to say mm-hmm. – Let's come up with these meeting points for these agendas so that when we get together, we can have meaningful and conversation and make decisions and move forward. So this this uh, creating the agenda is great. And then also, you know, notes uh, and, and all that. Well, before, together before we talk good. about notes, um, yeah. how, how is this usually done today? Like we have an agenda, if we're lucky, something <laughs> organized, yeah. meeting organizers do. But um, – Today, it's either it's in the text, the body of the original invite, and then if you want to update the agenda, the organizer has to add the additional points and then send it mm-hmm. out again to everyone. Right. Or they have connected or linked to a document, a Word document or a OneNote, and you know, hopefully people check that new agenda. It's actually more powerful having the updated agenda co-authored Yes. In the actual invite that everyone sees on their phones, yep. on their desktops, on their laptops, that this is this is amazing. This is awesome. Yeah, I agree for two reasons. One is the fact that you just uh, both things you just mentioned. One is I don't want to receive email updates over and over. I don't want to receive four emails about the item because you've updated agenda because someone came back and said, "Hey, can you update the agenda?" Second is I don't like an extra click. I don't want you to send a link to a document with the agenda or a link to a OneNote. While OneNote's great, don't get me wrong, I just don't you want to click on it. it. You might not have it connected to your phone for right. this particular so, meeting. Right, so uh, right there in the meeting I think is powerful. Yeah, yeah. and and Dean, um, Dean's asking in the chat there, isn't the agenda helper already available? So it's more than the agenda helper. It's, it's also being able to co-author the agenda. Yes, we do have something that could help us by mm-hmm. putting – you should add an agenda. You should add notes. You should add tasks. Actually, I haven't seen the agenda helper to be honest. But 
um, this is more than that. It is making it available as a fluid part that anyone can uh, add to as part of that experience. And the other thing to note here too, as you started to talk, Daniel, was, was about meeting notes and that this is apparently powered by OneNote, marketingsync.note. Mm -hmm. Shall we go on to the next one? Sure, please. All right. Um, so flowing on from that, <clears throat> oh my we have, <laughs> uh, that's an action too, um, that you're adding notes now to the meeting. This is a running meeting. And so even the, the notes down the side um, are available and, and you can open them up in a fuller experience of OneNote online. Um, so that's extending that, that we see the life cycle of before the meeting, they've got that agenda and start adding notes as well. And now we can see it running during the meeting. And I think this actually is good news for a couple of reasons. The meeting notes that we currently have today is much like the wiki. It's, yeah. And a lot of people go, what, like, I prefer to use OneNote. Looking at this, um, OneNote is finally going to be synchronized or updated, co-authored in real time. Um, it's been one of my... Uh, gripes is that it, the synchronization has got worse and worse for some of our OneNote experiences. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to have real-time co-authoring like we see in Word. Yep, I agree. Okay, uh, moving on to our next one. This is, yeah, so there was some time spent on Whiteboard uh, yes. and also showing Fluid there, but Whiteboard has become an important experience for, for some um, people using uh, Teams and, and that experience. Um, I know that this is a marketing uh, video. So it's about dragging <laughs> yes. things around that have already been created. And look at how great that person was at drawing a line. They must have been doing it on maybe. a tablet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, not with a mouse. No. But but it's it's showing that flow that we've got... Uh, the fluid component in there again. So maybe that's the same table that people have been working on as an agenda or whatever. Um, you can bring these components out. You can drag them around. Um, so we see a bit more on whiteboard here too, that within the, within a Teams meeting, um, yeah, there it is. They're working on the mm -hmm. different notes within the table, using it for ideas. I think that tables in whiteboard are probably more orderly than your post-it yeah. notes. Like I, I, can't, I can never get post-it notes to line up very easily. I, I agree um, with that. And I think what you'll see is they're really highlighting tables across this whole experience. Uh, you know, so everything we've kind of been showing seems like a table is, is one item they want to, you know, highlight uh, in the chat or in, in the whiteboard. The, uh, and I think the, Whiteboard is it's great experience uh, for that, you know, collaborating together. Um, but this table, I think, is is you're right on doing tables, keeping things orderly because white whiteboard has an issue with keeping things orderly. The the last thing I'll say about this though is the fact that um, if you read some of Jeff Teeper's tweets about mm -hmm. this when these announcements were made. You know, it seems like more of this fluid, uh, there's more to it, uh, more coming and more to be talked about, uh, it seems. And so I'm kind of looking off to the side, looking at his tweet. Um, so it it seems like, you know, this is not the last time we're going to hear about this, and nor is it going to be the last product that we're going to be hearing mm. about 
about this fluid integration. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing on with fluid and meeting summaries, um, mm-hmm. seeing that that full meeting life cycle that we have, uh, your agenda, we've, we've gone through that and, and finished it off, but uh, you've got tasks and things that you'll mm-hmm. do and try and organize after the meeting. So that's all uh, also co-authored in real time within the team's experience. And um, even if you're looking at the meeting invite from, let's say, Outlook on the web, then you're going to be able to interact wherever these these fluid components are. Um, so, yeah, fantastic for that. Uh, I know that we're getting close to time, so we want to kind of yeah. keep moving through some of these. Um I think I think that was it actually. There was yeah, that is. There was there was definitely some more things um, that were talked about in the video, mm-hmm. uh, certainly around hardware and and uh, hardware partners and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But that's right. Seeing seeing the meeting experience and the collaboration um, being being um, improved so that you don't have to do things in real time uh, is is a big deal. Definitely, I agree with you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how other how we can do some more with this uh, across Microsoft 365. So loving it. So yeah, that's 200. And um, what did you think about the playing around with a new format and trying new things again? Do you like it live, or do you like us to <laughs> produce it the day before and and push it out as a as a YouTube premiere? Um, do you enjoy the interaction? I think that's the theme that we've heard from the, the video as well. Uh, we do also see comments mm-hmm. dropped in throughout the week as well for those who don't manage to make the live show. So we're thankful for that too and the value that you bring down. In the- Definitely, that is right. And make sure you you know, do all the liking things and hit the bell and subscribe and hit the thumbs up the, the, right now. Go ahead. Can you say I'm, ding-a-ling, I'm looking at it. it just makes me laugh every time. Nope, I just don't want to go ahead and say that again. I'm, I'm good. Um, but no, we, we really do appreciate it. And, and uh, very much so, we really do appreciate uh, your support. 